This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Give a warm welcome to Arsena. going on everybody welcome to a new season of the sessions on 16 podcast as always i'm your host tim scott uh today kicking us off we have a very very special guest somebody very close near and dear to my heart and very uh near and dear to the charlotte community's heart Mm -hmm. as a whole um somebody who does a lot for the community and who has been a crazy example of what true artistry is and should look like uh so it's going to be it's going to be a good one everybody welcome arsena hey hey what's going on with (laughs) you man hey tim how are you 
I'm great. It's a beautiful day. Feeling good. It's another day of metamorphosizing. Every day. We evolve <laughs> every day. It's an ongoing metamorphosis. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Nah, man. I'm super, super, super happy to have you here. Let's just start at the beginning. Like, let's let's talk about uh, your journey. I know you're from Pittsburgh originally, so tell us about, you know, your journey getting here and how you've kind of built what you've built here. So, yeah, I am from Pittsburgh and I moved here when I was five, so it doesn't really count. You dropped me off in Pittsburgh and I could not get around or tell you anything Ah, other than go Steelers. Um, (laughs) Not a Steelers fan. But but we moved here, my mom and I and my uncle when I was five. Um, And to think that I'm still here is kind of crazy, but I've gone different places and done different things. I never thought I would do music. My biological father was a musician Hmm. and I met him shortly for the first time ever after coming to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, And I remember one time I was about eight or so. This was after we had I met him maybe around five or six. But when I was eight, he was coming through town driving up to the Apollo. And I like begged my mom. I'm Mm -hmm. like, please, I really want to go. Can I go? Can I go? I want to go. So my mom's like, you can go, but I'm going too." So she grabbed her suitcase (laughs) um, and he was taking an artist that he was managing at the time to go perform at um, Amateur Night. So I got to go to the Apollo at eight. Um, But I don't think it ever clicked that I would do music and be an artist um yeah this was still just this was just about the experience with him at yeah, the time. yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's just been a journey like what was the thing that kind of like sparked that for you um so i wouldn't say high school sparked it but i did start to at least start learning about music and singing and choir my senior year of high school Mm -hmm. um and i was in the alto section and i thought oh wow like you have a part to sing and don't sing they part and that doesn't work for me i want to sing all the parts i'm still like that uh (laughs) i want to sing everybody's part um so it didn't click then but then my freshman year of uh college one of my classmates asked me to be on his mixtape where'd you go um, I went to Pfeiffer for undergrad, okay. the one in Meisenheimer, mm-hmm. Pfeiffer University, Pfeiffer Falcons. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so he asked me to be on the mixtape and I'm like, I don't sing. I don't do music. I'm always messing around. And he just really believed in me. He said, Word. you can do it. Um, write your verse. And so I wrote my verse and it was just such a therapeutic experience being able to express myself through song. Um, we recorded it in his dorm room. I'm like in the small room, like trying <laughs> trying to sing and just the whole So process. you weren't even playing at the time Mm-mm. yet. So your your intro, I guess, to like your artistry was like not only being asked to sing on record for the first time. But right. But even like ha- having to like write your own yeah. verse. Yeah were so like was was that a thing for you before like was there like a were you like really into like creative writing or no poetry anything like that so this was just like my man was like oh i think you should be on my record (laughs) and i also think you should write your own part i'm not about to hold your hand for you (laughs) yeah you're gonna do this but come on business major i was like uh i didn't stay as a business major but i was a business major my mind was strictly like I'm going to take over the world and work in corporate America. Yeah. It was the furthest thing. So when he asked me, I'm like, uh, but I loved it so much. And so that really changed my path. I ended Word. up changing my major, like not to music, but I changed it. And wise choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. But it really opened up my mind to just a completely different path that mm-hmm. I wasn't considering before. I released a new album. It's my third full length album. It's the one on this table this past spring. 
And um, I'm going to do a song from that. Anybody ever been through a breakup? Uh, <laughs> well, I've got a breakup song on that album and I'm going to sing it for you. Let's give it a let's give it a go. Didn't realize that this is where we'd end up. You can turn that up a little bit. I was hypnotized All along, you didn't really give up Oh, so throw the rules out the window mm, Let the chips fall where they do Cause I know either way Yeah, I'ma be good with or without you
with or without you. <laughs> so you said you changed your major after that, but like, what was the next step after that? Like the next step, I was involved in church a lot. So mm-hmm. I was at the time in DC for a semester of school and I was going to a church. So I asked the worship leader to like, help me. I wrote these songs. Can you look over them? Mm-hmm. Give me some feedback. And she said, no. So (laughs) she said, no, no, no. So um, (laughs) so I went on Guitar Center and ordered a guitar, Mm. ordered a DVD. And I just thought I'm going to have to figure this out myself. Um, So I started learning guitar, but writing songs while I was learning. Mm. Um, And so that was kind of the next step after my mixtape episode was to sit down, learn an instrument. And while learning it, I was writing music. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. You have done an amazing job of setting yourself up in all these different ways to where even when you're not performing or when you're not recording or the focus is not on like, you know, the Mm -hmm. me, the artist and performer, Mm -hmm. like you always have things that you that you have going on you always have your hands and yeah. you know what's moving so how did that you know how 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 has that evolved so talking about Pfeiffer we used to joke all the time because they had this archway that said uh something something lifelong learner and we would like crack up all the time they mm-hmm. want us here all forever to yeah, be in yeah. debt you know we would joke however it really did get in me and I really enjoy learning. Like, I don't think that's something we do college age or elementary age, or I just enjoy learning. I love to be a student of things. And so with my community work, um, I wasn't trying to be an entrepreneur. I kind of got pushed into it. So um, the consults, like I said, just was a natural. It just made sense. I got to stop giving away my ideas for free, you know, and working for people for free and, Um, with the concerts, I wanted to play rooms where people wanted to actually hear singer songwriters, original music. There weren't a lot of places in Charlotte at the time. I felt like you were either background music at venues or people wanted to hear covers. Mm -hmm. I just did not feel like there were a lot of listening rooms where people can engage. And when I was on tour in other cities, people were having very fruitful house concerts, which I thought, that's interesting. Y'all are packing out people's house and just listening to their music and then mm-hmm. donating. And they're making way more than they would at a club because there's no middleman. There's no sound guy. Mm-hmm. There's no everything is just DIY. Yep. Um, and so I paired those when I was touring with uh, the public shows and it just gave me a free place to stay too. public yeah. show and then a house concert. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's start a series here in Charlotte and um, I can host. And when there are artists on tour and they need a place to play, 
They can come play our show if I need a place or someone else needs a place to play in their city. It's just kind of a barter. I'll mm-hmm. hook you up when you're here, when I'm here. And uh, we got to fan swap. And I mean, our first our first event, I did not expect that many people. We could not fit in the place we were at. Um, I would ask a volunteer at the end of each show to raise their hand so the next show could be at their house <laughs> that was hopefully bigger until we just couldn't, it wasn't sustainable. So mm-hmm. we moved into coffee shops um, and then we ended up moving into community rec centers once I started partnering with the Arts and Science Council mm-hmm. and they started funding. So up until that point, it wasn't a business. I was actually spending my own money to rent chairs mm-hmm. and get food and drinks and really trying to make it in my mind, I said, this is my way of giving back, yeah. but I did not know that it would actually be like my bread and butter eventually. Yeah. This is called No Pressure.
Thank you guys again. As somebody who has toured and, you know, has, you know, spent some time on a road and some other cities and other communities and stuff like that, like what you see, what do you see for yourself here in Charlotte? Like as a future, like you see, like you got some more time here. Is there more, some, some more things that you want to get done here? Or, you know, are you starting to get that itch to... <laughs> Uh, we all get the itch every other month. Um, <laughs> something happens and we're like, you know what? I can live anywhere, right. anywhere. But we love Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> it's like the bad boyfriend you can't break up with. Um, so I don't know, to be honest. I'm working on my master's in music business right now. And that was totally to support my company, Dear Soul mm -hmm. Music Co. But now I'm learning that there are so many different opportunities and ways that you can work and further this career or this mm -hmm. profession. Um, so I really do not know, but I know Charlotte will always be near and dear. And um, with technology and how it's advancing, you don't have to live in those cities mm -hmm. to build sustainable career yep. careers. Um, a lot of the people that support me don't live here. They support virtually through crowdfunding, like I said, or Patreon. Um, I do virtual concerts, um, Zoom meetings, you know, so where the world is going, I don't really think it's going to matter where you live as much. It mm -hmm. might be cheaper to live somewhere else and then fly in to mm -hmm. the industry cities as needed. Um, and a lot of bigger artists started doing that during the mm -hmm. pandemic anyway. So I don't know. I'll get back to you. <laughs> got you. Got you. <laughs> but how much of your creative life um, has influenced like your personal growth mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so or much. like or or yeah. or how you see life or how you live life as a person like how much how much takeaway does our scene of the artist give to our scene of the person as our scene of the person is yeah. walking through like everyday life yeah so my music it's freaky all the time mm -hmm. because i will go back and listen to my songs and i'm like Ooh, mm. I, you know, I was talking to me, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my subconscious or whatever. So there's not really much difference. I think that's the new age of the music business now is back in the day. There was the facade. There's, you know, MJ, Michael. And mm -hmm. then there, you know, he talked, hi, how you doing? Mm -hmm. And then behind the scenes, he's like, what's up? You yeah. know? No, there's no trade-off now at least mm -hmm. for me and i think that's what people want to see is mm -hmm. authenticity however i had to be honest with this this album and talking about evolving and the metamorphosis of how i wasn't really being transparent about every area mm -hmm. of my life in the past yeah. so and a lot of that had to do with um so many different influences just being a woman being a, a woman of faith and trying to practice my faith in like christian environments mm -hmm. that really stifled uh, my expressions. Mm. Um, so they were they were pure expressions back then, but they were still stunted in a way. So with this project, I've been very vulnerable and very transparent um, because that's what I need as an individual to be able to live life freely and not having these separate pockets, if yeah. that makes sense. So my art is exactly verbatim about what's going on in my life and um you know it's evolving the experiment the ep that i'm experimenting with now is more fantasy um but no most of the art that i create is to help and heal me which mm -hmm. i hope overflows to other people yeah. so even today i'm i'm like this feels so good to be singing and just this is for me but i'm glad you are here right, right, um, right, right, <laughs> you know right. yeah so 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having for, me. For uh, stopping through and hanging out with us for a little bit. Tell people uh, what you got coming up and where they can find you, all the social stuff. And Dear Soul, we have a summer concert series we're still in the middle, in the midst of. Um, we have some shows coming up July 28th. I'll be featuring. Um, Kurt will be music directing. Um, we also have some afternoon concerts happening at the Mallard Creek Rec Center, all sponsored by ASC Culture Blocks. Mm-hmm. And then we will close out the series with Emmanuel Winter mm-hmm. at uh, Camp North End. So we have those shows coming up. And like I said, I'm working on a holiday project right now. If I didn't mention, that's my experimental project. I always say every Christmas, like, oh, dang, I wanted a Christmas record, but it's too late. You got to work on it soon. So I'm like writing stuff right now by the pool, like la 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 in the middle <laughs> of the, it's 90 degrees. I'm sweating like jingle bells. Uh, <laughs> And I love that for me. So yeah. that's what I got going you gotta, on. You got to write California <laughs> Christmas songs. You right. I, I already know that when Christmas hits, y'all going to be like, she did not write this during Christmas time. Like, I already know. But that's that's just what it is. Yeah. Keeping it real. It's all good. You, you uh, <laughs> writing Christmas Island songs. It's all good. It's giving, it is very much that. One like of them it. is an Afrobeat type of. I like it. See, you already know. I like it. Christmas <laughs> Island. Hashtag Christmas Island. Let's get it. <laughs> Well, that's it for uh. Oh yeah, your socials, your Instagram, all right, so, Facebook, all that. Yes, uh, Arsena Music, A R S E N A Music is my Instagram. My website's arsenamusic.com, and you can find everything there. And uh, Facebook is Arsena Music with the K. And I'm on Instagram all the time, so that's the best place. Thank you all for tuning in, um, for another edition of Sessions on Sixteen. As always, it's Tim Scott. It's been such a pleasure to have you, Arsena. And I will talk to y'all next week. Take care. Thank you. Queen City Podcast Network.com.